3: this is the glory hunters podcast thanks for joining us today we've got simon o'brien james brown marlon davis natalie sawyer marlon representing liverpool yeah. exciting for you absolutely S- slamming it at the top of the league are you going to smash everyone in glory hunters i think so yeah.
0: everyone's gonna be taken out you know how it is really? we're unstoppable at the unstoppable. moment charlie especially we're unstoppable. glory
3: hunters is gonna get so many points unbelievable God,
1: it's gonna be a record <laughs> real Tough talk here, Simon. Yeah, well, you know, the way I look at it, like every every Everton supporter, you know, we've got to beat them at some point. It's exactly.
3: just, just
4: the law of averages. So today's the day. <laughs>
3: today's the day. Uh, James, Leeds fan normally, of course, but with Everton today. I any... still
4: am. During this game, I am still a Leeds fan. <laughs> okay. But I am working as the leader of the Everton team. Well, right? I didn't
3: know as they would seem to be blowing it again, Leeds, that ah, you, if ah, you ah, would have just dropped them during this game or
4: not. No, you, you have to be with them through ups and downs, and thick you thick know. D- but it is perilous, I feel. Yeah. How thin our squads are. I'm to
3: talk you through thin and thin. No. So, uh, <laughs> thin and thin. <laughs> there we are. This is the Glory Hunters podcast. Hello, I'm Charlie Baker and welcome to Glory Hunters, the show that invites fans to come and have a go if they think they're smart enough Our guests are given the chance to represent the team they've always supported in an epic battle of wits where we don't even bother to warm up first. But who will find themselves seizing up and who will seize the day? It's up for grabs now on Glory Hunters! Yes, this week it's a Merseyside derby as Liverpool take on Everton. Representing Everton is actor and presenter Simon O'Brien, and he's alongside team captain James Brown. Hello. All right. Hello, how are you? Very well, thank you. And on the team sheet for Liverpool is comedian Marlon Davis, who's with team captain... Natalie Sawyer. Hello. 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 Hello, Marlon. What's going on? You are? Yeah, very good. Very nice
1: Scouse accent you got there. I mean, apples and pears. Lovely. Oh, very, <laughs> very good. Typical Liverpool supporter. <laughs> <ain't> you? <laughs> How's your Norwegian accent, mate?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Simon, uh, why Everton and not Liverpool? That's the first well, question we uh, have yeah, to ask Yeah, you.
1: well, it's a good question, yeah. Um, because my brother hated me dad. Oh when uh, when I was about 10 yeah uh, nice. and they fell out badly my brother was a very naughty teenager okay so he decided to spite me dad he'd start watching everton and take me <laughs> and so condemn me to a lifetime of misery <laughs> oh. my dad, dad have, got the last laugh didn't he do you ever look across stanley park and think what might have been <laughs> I can just leave now, you know. It's just defensive, <laughs> isn't it? Go on, How old were
4: you then? What was the Everton team that you started watching? So the
1: Everton team I started watching, it would have been where, so it's uh, kind of early 70s, so Roger Kenyon. Oh, right. Yeah, so really, um, Telford. Howard Kendall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. no, just after Kendall. Okay. Oh, no, I started watching them when they were proper bad, like they are now. Wow. Okay. Oh, they're
3: not that bad. They're on the up. They're, they on, the they're on
1: the rise now. They're on the flat line, aren't they? OK, OK.
3: Yeah. But you yeah. did see the... We were just discussing, before we started the quiz, the great team of the mid-80s. What a, what a time in my life that was.
1: Yeah. I just got the jo- I just got the part on Brookie, and at the same time, Everton decided to just be the best team in the yeah, world. Yeah. And we got 17, 18, 19. Well, at least I've got some happy memories of the Blues.
3: You mentioned Brookside as well then, do you have happy memories of Brookside? Oh, very happy memories, yeah.
1: you know. Got me, all, got me going in, in, in this crazy How world. old were you then when, when you were in 17 Brookside. I was then. OK. Yeah, okay. that's when I, when I took, got, got the job. It was a, it was a choice of... Uh, they came round all the local schools. Uh, I, I didn't want to be in media at all. I, I wanted to be a botanist of all things. Yeah. And they came round the local schools saying, who wants to go for an audition to start this new soap, soap opera? And I said, when is it? Said, Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday afternoon was double maths stats. <laughs> I <Diane> am shot up, <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, about a month later, what, the life took a different y- path. Y- you were for a while there.
3: You were one of the biggest actors in the country, weren't you? You were the most one of the most recognisable. Faces in the
1: country. We did all right, yeah. And did yeah, you know yeah.
3: you were going to die, or did you ask to be written out?
1: I, well, I, I said I was going to leave, and then what I'd seen is I'd seen other people leave, and yeah. then when the next tax bill came in, they had to get on the phone <laughs> and say, can I have a few more episodes? Yeah. <laughs> so to kind of force myself forward, I had a way with Phil Redman, the boss, and said, look, I want to leave, and let's kill the character. And he went, yeah, OK, I'm up oh, for that. Yeah, yeah. And that made me go forward then, you see. Yeah. So. But then he,
4: you did that really good football show.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what yeah, was Standing room only we did, didn't uh, we? Yeah, I yeah, was plan of football. Yeah, yeah, that was Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. yeah. yeah plan of football is the only job I've ever had that my mates wouldn't let me talk about in the pub because I got paid to go and watch football in every country that was going to be in the World Cup. Wow. In, in oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So it, was, it wasn't and a bad thing. Your job. character
3: it, it died in York, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. We've yeah. all done that. Yeah, yeah. We've oh, all
1: yeah. died in York. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now, Marlon. Yes. You are not a scouser.
0: Yeah.
3: Are you? Well, of course. In what way?
0: I'm born in North West In your West. heart, in, in your soul? North West London.
3: Okay. So that's <laughs> sort yeah. of angles. Yeah. yeah,
0: that way. My favourite colour is red. Okay. And um, my favourite letter is L. Oh, that's so, nice. Very good. <laughs> and why, why
3: do you support Liverpool, Marlon? John Barnes. Cause Just John because of John Barnes. Why that's not what Watford, it
0: is. then? Uh, he wasn't he playing for Watford at the time. So um, <laughs> he made a move to Liverpool. Yeah. And uh, Liverpool were winning things when I was a child. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of the red and living in Northwest North West and the L. And John Barnes, he's, he's from Jamaica. And my family from Jamaica. So it makes sense. Then he did a rap he and then did. that was it.
2: That was it, it. that
3: was it. it. And I was like... Now, Marlon, whenever we have a Comic-Con, we like to make them feel comfortable by by playing a bit of their day job to people. So here's a clip of you in action. But I had to move out of mum's because she used to do stuff that irritates me, just the little things. Like,
0: I'm upstairs and she's downstairs and she calls out my name. She's like, Marlon! 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 I'm like, yeah! Marlon! I'm on my way! Marlon! I'm on the stairs! Marlon! I'm in the middle! Marlon! I'm nearly there! Marlon! Last step! I'm gonna get my slippers for (laughs) this. (laughs)
3: <laughs> there he is. Amazing. So, Everton, you will kick off next as both teams try and convince me that they are the biggest here today as we do this. My club's
1: bigger than your club. My club's bigger than your club.
3: We want each of our guests to tell us why they are the biggest club here today. They're free to employ any reasoning they wish. However, it's not about medals on the table. It's an exercise in winning hearts and minds. Simon O'Brien,
1: you're going to go first and your 30 seconds start now. Well, let's look at the facts from the School of Science. Let's look at the scientific facts, okay? okay? What's the biggest animal that's ever lived? Is it a red whale? No, it's a blue whale. (laughs) Blue light has much higher energy than red light. Opposite ends of the spectrum, <laughs> mate, Okay? Yeah. Even everyone in the universe agrees with us because when you look at Earth from space, and wherever you look at it, is it the red planet? No, that's Mars, mate. It's the blue planet. <laughs> so, therefore, you've got the biggest animal in the world. Yeah. We live on the blue planet. Mm. That makes us the biggest club, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah? And also, When do we get a result against you? Is it once in a red moon? (laughs) No, it's once in a blue moon, see? It's all about being a blue or a red, you see? Blue is the winning colour. We are the bigger club, that's obvious,
3: isn't it? Lovely answer from Simon O'Brien there. Marlon Davis, can you tell us why Liverpool are a bigger club than Everton? Well, Everton sits where?
0: It's within Liverpool, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so you're within us. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So how can you be bigger than us? You play the whole club. We got rid of our old pitch and sold it to you. Yeah, but what are you doing with your one now, isn't it? Like, it's just what it is. Like I I
1: said, we've got a hand. Yeah.
0: And you guys would be like a fingernail (laughs) on the hand, you know? Who's bigger? I mean, Liverpool have got 580 million fans worldwide. Everton have 990,000. But you say you're the people's club, but the people have already chosen. And it's Liverpool. <laughs> Liverpool are bigger than you. I
1: know. And you just have to accept it. All of our supporters, most of our supporters, come from the city. <laughs> OK.
0: As <laughs> where, yeah.
1: around the world, yeah, that's what it is. So they've recruited me, I'm in London.
0: <laughs> and there's many of us, There's all around the world. We're just, we're just bigger
4: than that you. That argument doesn't stand, to Never be else. fair, because I, mean, I like, go, go I like Hollywood films. Yeah. But that doesn't make me a real Hollywood film fan. <laughs> I'm not from Hollywood. No, you're not. There's not a connection.
3: I feel like Simon's turned up with better argument than <laughs> I mean, you here, Marlon. This I feel logic. like you just turned up no, pretty arrogantly going to
4: go... You're just a bigger team. Else. The if best music, anyone. the origination of because rock and roll was, was, like was, the, like... was the blues. Yeah. What was it, the Reds? Reds.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, there we are. I think I'm going to give all the points to Simon. How you, because, you... because he had a brilliant argument that blue things, some blue things are bigger than he some red things.
4: He blew out of
3: the water. we are. Giroud scored a brilliant header with the last kick of the game. <laughs> this is the podcast of Glory Hunters from TalkSport. Time now to incur the wrath of the sporting gods as we enter the round known as… Sporting Heretics! (laughs) This is where I invite each member of the panel to renounce conventional thinking and suggest an idea they believe will improve sport for the better. Previous suggestions have included abolishing the World Cup, a transfer window for fans and even doing away with halftime. This is an exercise in thinking the unthinkable, regardless of the offence it may cause amongst the Puritans and sporting snowflakes. Marlon, we're going to start with you. Yeah. And it says here, extra time less players
0: yeah football is a nearly perfect game as it is already but when it comes to extra time that's when it gets a bit a bit boring it gets a bit tense and they've tried previously to jazz it up by introducing new rules they had golden goal they had the silver goal rule what i think they should do in extra time because it's 30 minutes it's a bit boring they should have less players on the pitch so the manager what we have to do is take off about two or three players. The pitch gets bigger. The players are tired. <laughs> There's going to be more excitement. I
2: think that's what they should do. And do they come off straight away at the start of the extra yeah. time? Yeah, I think so.
4: Man, what about actually, you get to pick the players on the, op- on the opposition team that get taken out? Nice, that's nice. Ooh. Oh, It's just like... now, then you'll just take off the And goal it's goal, blind. So you just write the names down. They've got to come off. Lovely. Or oh, a draw.
3: Who's going off in the middle of oh, the yeah. minute? Oh, wow. A draw, a draw. That. And going off is that. number 41. Oh, love number that. <laughs> just a draw in the middle. That's a nice idea, isn't yeah. it? Yeah.
1: See, the reason I like it, Marlins, is it's also taking the game back to the grassroots because when you used to play on the park, after players used to have to get off to go and have tea, didn't they? Yeah. So it's the same. It's the same thing. About five o'clock, you'd lose yeah. half of the team anyway. <laughs>
4: lovely,
1: like lovely. Song. And in the end, we've had three of you—just the ones that your mum and
4: dad didn't want out. Beautiful. It's a beautiful point. And if it was late like in um, the game, you'd never even it up. Yeah,
1: exactly.
3: Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. such a good point. I'm going to give Marlon two goals and Simon one for for not even his own answer. Um, I think that's allowed. I'm not sure. Yes, we've looked into the rule book, and <laughs> wow. we can't do that. <laughs> there we are. Two goals, Marlon. Well, How exciting, you. wasn't it? Natalie, no game should end in a draw.
2: Yeah, we always want to see winners and losers. Mm. So why should a team end in shared spoils? I don't want to have extra time. No. I don't even want extra time. No. I don't want a penalty shootout either. What I want is a panel of people sat around, coming up with ingenious ways of finding a solution to a 90-minute draw. So so what what it'll be, it might be, right, so it's 1-1. We have a crossbar challenge. Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: And who's decided
2: this? This is a a panel. And who is the panel? Well, it's up to us. We can decide whoever. It could be ex-players. Whoever just wants to get involved in the panel, we will get a winner (laughs) come the result. Whether, as I say, it's a crossbar challenge, an arm wrestle, a thumb war. How many on the panel are there? Oh, let's say (laughs) a maximum (laughs) of four.
3: Scunthorpe-Burton this week, if it's a draw, will be decided by by Slapsies.
2: Absolutely, lovely. whatever it is, a relay race. A game
3: of play your cards right.
2: Uh, but see, what a, it's a lovely idea it's And good, you'll Simon. always get winners, so you'll always get one set of fans going home delighted.
3: I like it, Natalie. Thank I, you. I can't see how the logistics work, but I'm going to give you two goals. Thank there you. we are. Uh, James Brown, yes. sound effects to lighten the
4: mood. Yeah, this is a very simple idea. Football is far too serious. We mm. go there, intimidation most people come back slightly depressed you know a little bit unfulfilled yeah um, that's why he's the captain of my team so today therefore <laughs> therefore i want to use audio enhancements to lighten the mood of football shin pads and goalposts and crossbars should have sound effects mm. like in tom and jerry <laughs> right, right. Right. right there's no there's no oh, language no. in tom and jerry apart from sometimes the, Yeah. The, the, pe- the people's faces you never see, yes. Yes. okay? It's all just sound effects. Forks going through oh, heads, lovely. bodies turning into the shapes of anvils. Leads people away. getting smashed into toasters <laughs> and popping up. It's all just sound effects. Every time there's contact, every tackle, every if there t- was a comic sound effect, Exactly. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. It would be great. It <laughs> would be Hedder. really ha. Great header there. <laughs> and then Ow. also to enhance that, to build on that at half-time and full-time, yeah. they should, you know, in Rugby League, they have a hooter. They should alternate popular TV theme tunes. lovely, lovely. Scooby-Doo, oh, yeah, Brookside, Curb yeah. yeah. Enthusiasm. Hawaii 5 Oak, Hong Kong Fooey, Grain Jill, Persuaders... So one team will just feel even better, yeah. and then for the losers, it'll soften the blow a bit. They go, okay, at least I'm here in this theme tune That I'll I say I love. the
3: uh, TV theme they could use at Everton.
4: No, pointless. we have to change it all the
3: time. Oh, they yeah. already
4: have a TV theme, Everton. They Z do. cards. Z oh, cards. Of course, course they goodness. do. It's beautiful. But then they rotate it.
1: <laughs> I
3: love it. Is it uh, so? Is is it someone in the in the crowd doing it each no, time?
4: No. You put like a like a soundboard. Right. Every time you hit the post. Oh, it will right. just so it's, automatically it's, go... Oh, no, it's automatic. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, every tackle, every shim yes. pad to shim bed would would, oh, would like. Uh, kids, kids would love it, wouldn't
1: it? Oh, kids so would So, just change the it. atmosphere <laughs> football. So, earlier in the season, when Everton were tuning up against Newcastle and managed yeah. to lose two goals in yeah. in the 94th oh, yeah. minute, that's just got to be. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, perfect. I love, oh, it, I love it, James. I loved it, James. <laughs> I'm going to give you three goals, which is very exciting, isn't three it? Goals. Yeah. Simon, you want to move the goalposts.
1: Yes, let's move the goalposts. And and what I mean by this is, so literally, so the goal is on a track that runs along the goal line, okay, okay? Okay. and each manager has a remote control, (laughs) as well as each goalie has a remote control, (laughs) and a randomly picked spectator, season ticket holder, also has, and they can each move the goal once during the game.
4: Oh, lovely, just once?
1: Yeah, so, so in other words, so they're stepping up to take a pen. Okay? And just before he hits it, the goalie can move the goal. Right, right down to right. the corner flag. <laughs> now, <laughs> how
4: fast will it move? Oh, it's quick. Fast.
1: Yeah, And you can move it as little or right. as far as you want, but it just depends on, on, on what you hold the button down. Yeah. So it could actually backfire in some cases. For example, you know, our striker, Umar Niasi, now, now when he takes a shot, no one, including him, knows where it's going. <laughs> so, 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 you could, so you could move the goal, and unwittingly, it'll go in. And also, it helps the goalies keep warm as well. Because I always feel sorry for goalies on those cold November nights. Maybe it's something
3: for the second keepers to do, for the reserve keepers. They don't do a lot, do they, the reserve keepers, other than do the warm-up? Oh, Maybe they could, that ah, could You could give them the box.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. I love that. But it just basically, just basically, get the goalies to rule the roost. the
3: keepers? Who else? Can the managers get The a manager get to go get to and, go. Like and Sheila. I Sheila Griffiths in B forty two. Exactly. Yeah. She's yeah. there. Yeah. Douche once. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Sheila's press the button. Yeah. boom, <laughs> <laughs> It's gone. It's oh. <laughs> gone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. And it was Sheena also. Can. It would really, also right. bring in that that long forgotten art that I think Stanley Matthews did first, then uh, then Johan Cruyff replicated. Sure. The past penalty. Because Cruyff did it, didn't he? And it is actually in the rule book that you can pass a penalty. So, you're just about to take the penalty. smart Alex supporter moves the goal down to the corner flag. But you just knock it square, don't you? And the goal's over there.
3: Thierry Henry to Perez. Exactly. And then they mess it up. Great answer, Simon. I'm going to give you another three goals there. Really, really good for Everton. So, at the end of that round, the scores are Everton 10, Liverpool 4. talk sport this is glory hunters the podcast time now for back in the day where we travel back to a landmark moment in both clubs history james and simon we're going to go back to 1995 and this this is jackson right out in the middle still jackson That's stewart it's there right up take the lead at the second attack, albeit Paul Ryder. Paul Rideout's goal in the FA Cup final against Man United saw Everton win the match 1-0 and lift the trophy for a fifth time. But what else do you remember of that year? 1995. Here we go. Question one. It was the 50th FA Cup final to be staged at Wembley since the war. But what else was significant about that game? Was it A, Was last time a team led by an English manager won the cup? B, it was the last time the starting lineups for both teams were comprised solely of players from the home nations. Or was it C, it was the first cup final to be attended by Princes William and Harry.
2: That was my first FA Cup final.
4: Was it? Is that the answer? No, (laughs) No, it's not the answer. I swear I've seen you before.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Why were you there, Natalie? My my dad managed to get a couple of tickets and he was going to take my brother, but I I was appalled. I said, I've never been. I want to go to the FA Cup final. So he took me. And we were sat next to two very happy... Uh, drunk Evertonians and yeah. It was See, Simon. You know. yeah.
3: so, <laughs> <laughs> right. But what else was significant about the game other than Natalie was there? Okay. Was uh, it the last time a team managed by an English manager won the Cup? The last time the starting lineups for both teams were comprised solely of players from the home nations? Or was it the first Cup final to be attended by Prince's William and Harry?
4: I don't think it's that last one because there'd be toddlers. I mean, I don't know how old Harry and William are, but that's twenty. It's twenty-five oh. years ago. Yeah. And I don't think it's the one about all because at the time Man United had they had Cantona, they had Kanchanskis, maybe even Poborsky. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Go on, okay, I'm with your reasoning there.
4: (sighs) Let's go for then. Maybe they they did take the kids when they were really young. (laughs) Princess Diana was still alive. Maybe she was keen. Go on, then go for that. Let's go, go princes. Yeah,
3: princes. you're correct. Big they moment. accompanied Prince Charles, who awarded the trophy. They had them there. Prince. Then, were they, like,
4: three and four years old? They as must, a... Well, no, they must have been older than that. How old are they now?
3: They're probably in their mid-30s. Yeah, aren't they? Uh, early, early 30s, 30s Natalie. There we are. One goal to you there. Question two. 1995 was also the year of this.
2: When the seagulls... ..follow the troller, it's because they sink sardines will be stormed into the sea. Thank
3: you. Eric Cantona delivered his enigmatic response to the press following his kung fu kick at Crystal Palace. But who, more recently, has imitated Cantona by quoting the line about seagulls before walking out of a press conference? Was it A, Theresa May at a summit of European leaders? B, the actor Sheila Buff whilst promoting a film he was starring in? Or was it C, Archbishop Justin Welby whilst attending the General Synod of the Church of England? What? Was it Theresa May, Sheila Booth or Justin Welby?
1: Well, the Archbishop one just sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? So it's got to, that's got to be in the running, hasn't it? What, the Archbishop? <laughs> no,
4: yeah. Why in here would the Bishop say that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> if he did say
4: well, maybe maybe Theresa May thought she was being contemporary, like when she said boycott was her favourite kicker. <laughs> you have a choice. You okay. can choose
3: Archbishop Justin Welby. I'm going with C, Justin Welby. Let's find out.
4: When the seagulls follow the trawler,
3: it is because they think sardines will be thrown into the sea. Thank you very much. Archbishop Justin Welby there (laughs) Move on, move on (laughs) Shia LaBeouf, of Uh, course, promoting the film he was starring in Okay, question three On the subject of films, can you tell me what was the highest grossing movie of the year in 1995? Was it A
1: The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist The usual suspects, or was it guy told me one time don't let yourself get attached to anything you are not willing to walk out on in 30 seconds flat if you feel the heat around a corner. That's heat.
3: Or perhaps... Congratulations, you're still alive. You became. And that was, of course, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Was it A, The Usual Suspects, B, Heat or Die Hard with a Vengeance? James. Is it?
4: I think Die Hard. Yeah. The Usual Suspects,
1: great film, but it's got to yeah. be. I think it. Die Hard. Yeah.
3: You're going to go with Die Hard with a Vengeance? Yeah. You're absolutely right. There it is. So at the end of the round, you scored two goals, which takes you to 12, which makes it Everton 12. Mm. Liverpool 4. Natalie and Marlon, oh, yeah. we're going to fast forward 10 years to 2005. And this. There will be no second
1: chances if Sanchenko misses.
3: Yes, it's the miracle of Istanbul where Liverpool overturned a 3 0 deficit to beat Milan on penalties and win the Champions League. What an but what else do you remember of that year? Question one. It was the 50th season of Europe's Premier Club competition, but which of these facts about the game are false? Was it A, first time the trophy had been won by a team that hadn't won their domestic league the previous season? B, Liverpool were allowed to keep the trophy as it was their fifth European title, or C, Liverpool were 350 to 1 at half time to win the match. So, which of those statements is false, though, Natalie? Which do you think?
2: I was in a bar. I remember where I was. I was in a bar with my friends. Okay. Um, but I do think, maybe, of the three options, it's the odds that stand out to me. But I don't know. What do you think? I've
0: going to, I mean. How many
2: times have you won the league, uh, Champions League European Cup? Six now. So that would make sense. I imagine, obviously, first team to not have won the league. Well, we know they haven't the previous season. Yeah. And what's the first option?
3: First time the trophy had been won by a team that hadn't won their domestic league the previous season. Other teams have done
2: it. Other teams have done it before. All right, well, should we go with that
3: one? Yeah. Going with A. You're right to go with A, because Man United did it in 1999. Question two Arsenal beat Man United to win the FA Cup, but what was particularly significant about that match? A, first FA Cup final to have no member of the Royal Family present. B, first FA Cup final to be decided on penalties. Or C, first final back at the new Wembley.
0: The Royal Family won. That one sticks out because mm-hmm. I can remember them not attending an FA Cup final match, and uh, well, we it was go a big with that? thing. That's it was instinct. a big thing. We'll go it with that. Thing. We'll go with, go with that A,
3: year. okay, let's find out. Patrick Vieira to win the FA Cup for Arsenal. Patrick Vieira, in his last game for Arsenal, scored the winning penalty after it remained goalless in extra time. Arsenal won the game 5-4 on penalties. No goals for you there. Question three. 2005 was also the year of this. England
1: have regained the ashes at the Oval. September the 12th, 2005. The match here is drawn. Let the
3: celebrations begin. Yes, England regained the ashes in a series that gripped the nation. But can you tell me which Elton John song does Freddie Flintoff credit (laughs) with inspiring the team? Was it A? a Yep, Saturday night's all right for fighting. Or B? Man, or was it?
0: Don't you know
3: I'm still standing there we are. Which wow. of those Elton John songs inspired the 2005 England winning Ashes team? Wow. Cool. Three
2: classics, of course, course. Yes.
0: Marlon. Yeah, well, um... but the Lion King one's not in it. I thought that's
3: that's got to be that one. Which one from The Lion King do you think it was? Can you feel the love love? Uh, tonight? Yeah. Is that your favourite, Elton John? Is
0: it Marlon? That's what I want. It was my wedding song. (laughs) Oh
3: that's (laughs) nice. Can
2: you feel the love tonight? You've thought about that already. That's lovely. That's
1: Extra points. Extra
0: points.
2: (laughs) No extra
1: points. (laughs) (laughs) When's the big
0: day? When's the big day? Oh, when we win the league.
1: It's oh, oh, yeah. not long, yeah. though. It's maybe be next week. Oh. you kept it waiting
3: a while, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> if it depends on you winning the league.
1: <laughs> 30
3: years later. <laughs> when we win the league next Mom's time. Marlon's the
2: only That's gutted a good, Liverpool fan. That's, so <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: a good film, that. It's a good idea. <laughs> it's Saturday well. night's all right for fighting. Rocket oh. Man or I'm Still Standing. It's got to be, I'm still standing. Hit me well, up.
2: You'd have thought. You'd have thought I'm, thought I'm Still Standing.
3: Good cricket song, it yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. I'm, I'm
2: still
3: right. standing. Probably isn't right, yeah. so it's too obvious. Well, yeah. let's find out. Oh, no, no, no. Rocket, Man. Rocket
1: Man. One of my favourite memories is watching Elton John cry as all the Everton supporters sang to him, I guess that's why you call us the Blues. Uh, oh. And we beat them in the FA Cup final. Yeah, Watford. Oh, that was lovely, yeah, wasn't nice. it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What a nice
4: thing. You know, well, another question I had earlier. Oh, yeah. You know, um, Everton lost a 2-0 lead. They did. The yeah. Newcastle pulled back earlier this week. Uh, yeah. Yeah. After the game, Ancelotti, Carlo Ancelotti, who obviously played for AC Milan, was talking about squandering a lead. And he said, uh, You know, guys, it's never over. I have lost a 3 0 lead <laughs> in the Champions League final. Yeah. And somebody tweeted, Don't tell them that, it's not going to help. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I always used to put my right boot on first, and then, obviously, my right sock. Marlon, yeah. Now you're about to go on tour, with yeah. the, the stand-up tour. Yeah. It's called. What's it called? Emotional blackmail. Emotional blackmail. Yeah. And what's it about? It's
0: about. I was in a coma, if you don't know.
3: You were in a coma. I was um, in a coma. Why? A couple of years why ago. were you in it? Natalie's looking confused. I know. Why, why I was, were you in a coma? How did you get into the coma? I was
0: coming back from a show. So I was driving. Mm-hmm. I was involved in a car crash. Ah. Unfortunately, it does happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, lucky enough, I'm still here. Yeah. Um, but I fell asleep behind the wheel and hit a tree on the motorway wow. or off the motorway. I came off of it and uh, oh my goodness, I got found anyway. So got, it was nice. Yeah. And then well, the, how, how long were you in a coma for? 28 days.
3: So how were you found? Did someone see you and and call 999? Guess so, yeah.
0: And uh, I don't know who that person is, so I'd just like to thank them right now for saving my life.
3: Let's Um, hope they're a Glory Hunters fan.
0: I hope so. I'm
3: sure they are.
2: I'm sure they are. Who isn't? Exactly. So, when you you woke from your coma, what were you? I mean, I don't even know how you
0: wake from a coma and what you think. Well, Well, there's a lot of things that did happen. Um, Leicester won the league. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know. Yeah, so that right. happened. Brexit
4: happened as well. So, um, yeah, um, imagine that. So <laughs> Also, was that, that was the year mm-hmm. when all those great celebrities just kept yeah. dying. Yeah, the Prince went. Uh, Prince, Prince yes. just went and On and on and on. Yeah.
2: But you're still here. I am I'm still, still
4: here, here, Marlon. I'm still here. I'm going to see Liverpool
3: win the league. That's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, that's
0: the first time ever because um, I started supporting Liverpool 30 years ago. So I've oh, never right. seen
3: Liverpool win maybe the Maybe it's your fault.
0: Do you think so? Yeah, maybe it it since
3: you supported them. So should... You've been dragging it down. If you all stop right. now, they might win the league. <laughs> Simon, how will it be in the city
1: when Liverpool win the league? I don't know. It won't be in the city.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we just let all Evertonians just move out for a couple of weeks? A lot of Airbnbs <laughs> available. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to Manchester. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
3: actually, talk about You've got a show on Channel 4, haven't you? Yeah, I have. You? Yeah, yeah. And tell us what it's called.
1: Find a Fix of Flogging. Find and it yeah, fix it, flock it. we're in our fourth series, and we basically just have a wander around. Uh, me and a crazy man called Henry Cole, who's a Swindon supporter, Is it? and yeah, and we just dive into people's sheds and garages, grab what we want, do it up. Bit of the old With permission, him. I'm assuming. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 and it's doing great. You know, they, they just keep <laughs> asking us to do so, more. When you say the things, you find what do you find? An old bike or anything? It could be oh, anything. Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we we found uh, we've been to places where we went to a place where they they give people goes in tanks like armored tanks. Yeah. And we just got like what like Henry took a missile and I I, I didn't want to take the missile because <laughs> they weren't convinced it was dud. No, no, no. So, <laughs> he 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 to get
3: off and painted it, didn't he? Yeah, and all
1: that kind of stuff turned it. I, I didn't like that idea. I turned it into some, some kind of funky kind of office, kind of you know, decoration kind of thing. But we do, just, every, we do also everything. We don't anything. Tudor panels I found in some place that have turned into something cool. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, So We have a really good laugh doing it as well. And, and yeah.
3: do you do any acting at all now? I do, yeah.
1: yeah. I, yeah. I pretend to like Liverpool supporters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a regular basis. Yeah. I tell them I'm, you know, I'm, I'm you know, supporting them and all, all the way through the season, and yeah. it's about time they won the league, that yeah. kind of stuff, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, keep those skills up. Yeah.
3: Well, we're in the dying moments of the game, and we move into injury time, where each side has 60 seconds to score as many goals as possible, the current losing side goes first, which is Liverpool, you are on six goals, yeah. I'm going to list a series of footballers and their favourite books. Oh. All you've got to do is tell me which are true and which are false. Okay. When your time is up, you'll hear this sound.
1: Now, do you want to ask a different question or do you want to ask it differently?
3: Do you understand the question? Yeah, certainly do. OK, your time starts now. Shay given Angela's ashes. True. It is true. Joey Barton, Plato's Republic. False. It's true. Mm. Neil Warnock, Sun Tzu's The Art of War. False. It's false. Adam Lalana, The Gruffalo. True. It's true. <laughs> Harry Kane, Little Women. False. It is false. Gareth Barry, The Da Vinci Code.
2: True. true. It is
3: true. Frank Lampard, The Making of Modern Britain. True. It's true. Jurgen Klopp, Motley Crue, The Dirt, The Confessions <laughs> of the World's Most Notorious Rock Band. True. It's false. <laughs> Jens Lehmann, The Kite Runner. True. It's true. Brian Clough, The Collected Raymond Chandler. False. It's true. Chris Smalling. Wayne Wrights walks. False. It's false. Gary Lineker. The wisdom cricketers almanac. <laughs> false. It's true. Jordan Henderson. The wit and wisdom of Winston Churchill. False. <laughs> it's false. Wayne Bridge. Horrid Henry. True. True. It's true. Roy Hodgson. American pastoral by Philip Roth. True. It's true. Jose Mourinho, how to win friends and influence people. It's false. (laughs) Gareth Southgate. Do you want to ask a different
1: question or do you want to ask it differently?
3: You might need this. Gareth Southgate, feel the fear and do it anyway. True. It's false. Okay, at the end of that round, you scored 12 goals. Excellent. Which means you're on 18. Yes! Five ahead Mm. of Everton. And next up, it is Everton with James and Simon. I'm going to list a series of footballers and the jobs they had Prior to their career in football, all you have to do is tell me which are true and which are false. You need six to win. When your time is up, you'll hear this sound.
1: No, I'm just trying not to get fined. Okay. So I hope that answers your questions.
3: Are we ready? Your yep. time starts now. Ricky Lambert worked in a beetroot factory. True. It is true. true. Peter Schmeichel was a cleaner. True. Tis true. Vinnie Jones ran an artisan coffee shop. False. False. George A. Popescu, worked in espionage. False. 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 It's true. Sven Goran Eriksson, gentleman's tailor. False. It is false. Jose Mourinho, teacher. True. It's true. Andrea Perlo, trainee hairdresser. False. It's false. Socrates, doctor. True. 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 Chris Waddle, sausage maker. True. It is true. Ralph Hassenhuttle, military historian. False. It is false. Ian Dowie, worked for British Aerospace. False. It's true. Stuart Pierce, electrician. True. This is true. Louis Van Gaal, interior designer. <laughs> false. It is false. Miroslav Klose, carpenter. True. It is true. Shaka Hislop was an intern at NASA as an engineer. True. It is true. Pep Guardiola, fairground boxer.
4: False. No, false. I'm
3: just
1: trying not to get fined. So, I hope that answers your questions.
3: So, at the end of that round, you scored 14. Correct. Which takes you to 27 goals. Absolutely thrashed Liverpool today, Everton have. Hope that makes up for the score in midweek. Which means the final scores are 27 to Everton and 18 to Liverpool. Liverpool, Marlon, can you take any positive from that at all?
0: I mean, we tried. You did try. We turned up. You did turn did. up. Let's and say it. that
2: we did our best. The good thing is, it's not a reflection of the true league. Exactly. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, that was your We're best, it. was
3: it? I mean. Okay. okay. <laughs> and, uh, um... <laughs> James, Simon, what positives can... do you think that victory sends out for Everton, pushing but... on for the rest of the season? Well, it's about time we beat them in one way or another, isn't it? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. I think you can hold it aloft. Yeah. Very good. So, to our winners, we say. Yes. Yes salvation and for the losers it's time to go it's time to go now we can't keep carrying on like this my thanks to Natalie James Simon and Marlon until next time from myself and everyone here it's goodbye Simon what a win just thrashed Thrashed Liverpool Everton today.
1: Well, you know, we're we, we finally getting it together. Uh, you know, I, I, I was inspired by uh, Ancelotti. We did the whole thing with yeah. one and eyebrow raised, didn't we, James? Yeah. And I think that's yeah. made the made difference.
3: That's what it was. was it? I <laughs> could see that. I wondered why you were doing that, yes. actually. Mm-hmm. It yeah. felt weird at the time, but now I understand. Mm-hmm. Very good. James, is that your first win on Glory Hunt?
4: It is indeed. Ever? And yes, it is. Wow, I think it's the fifth time I've been on.
3: Do you now feel like it's less rigged?
4: Uh, well, oh. I mean, what I take away from this is tweeting you in advance, having <laughs> a word as we on. come in, just putting a little bit of thought into your mind that it may have been previously unfairly judged. <laughs> You, feel that's you know, there, there could be. I mean, Natalie probably agrees that does work. You thought it worked.
2: Did, did he sway you? No, Natalie. Yeah. I'm just n- checking. N- no way, yeah. Marlon.
3: You seem to have gone very quiet. You were big, full of big talk before yeah, the before the quiz. Was it?
0: I was in a coma? Wasn't I? <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot so,
3: that. Uh, I'm bored of that now. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
3: now uh, we, of course, the last round we we asked about footballers and books they yes. liked and to coincide yeah. with that we asked on Twitter what's the greatest sports book of all time um, and to name a few in no particular order Adrian Durham and others suggested a little knowledge is a dangerous thing
4: by John Sitton I've not read that anybody read that no. oh. he's the bring your dinner guy from the great documentary about Orient yes. oh yeah and lost his temper and delivered a truly startling full or half-time talk in which he joined which he asked his players for fights. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
3: that's what it's like when they, when they turn the mics off yeah. on Glory Hunters. Yeah. Only a game, Eamon Dumphy, Fever Pitch, Nick Hornby, of course, sort of changed football books, yeah. didn't it? Changed sports books completely. a football book for people who don't go to football. It was. It was. Open, Andrea and N'Gassi. That is my particular choice. I think
4: that's mm. the best sports book. Yeah, I've said ball. that before. I like yeah, it that, that, he, that he doesn't like the sport he's in. It's <laughs> it got a brilliant beginning, mine. hasn't it? He yeah. starts on the floor of a hotel in mm. Paris, in the dark, in agony. Yeah. Wow. It's a brilliant opening to a book.
3: Oh. It is, that first... He's not a first... sports writer.
4: The guy wrote it. it was a Pulitzer Prize journalist. Was he? Uh, he was I like a straight know. reporter. I like the thing of his dad, when he's in the cot, dangles a tennis ball over his cot to make his eyes watch the tennis ball. What about what? when no. yeah. What about when his dad has a fight with Steffi Graf's dad? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's really <pretty> what <laughs> and they meet. Andre and Steffi make... are getting married yeah. and the two dads, they introduce yeah. them for the first time yeah. and they get on really well for a while and then they end up going, you know, of course, if I'd, if I'd managed... Uh, I, could met, I could have got
3: Steffi 16 titles. Yeah, or and they end was, up yeah. shirts off really fighting on the
4: clay court. Yeah.
3: The greatest footballer you never saw, the Robin Friday story, Paolo Hewitt and Paul McGuigan. The Damned United, David Peace. James, you must have something say about that? Great book, terrible
4: film. Oh, why don't you like the film? Because it was full of uh, major inaccuracies. Oh, with not all the inaccuracies in the book? because the book was obviously fiction. It's easier to present fiction and, and in a book, because it says fiction on the outside. Yeah. Okay. The film was presented as if it was fact. Oh. And Forever Young, the story of Adrian Doherty's football's lost genius, Dark
3: Trade, Donald McCrae. Some great books there. Anyone want to add to that list?
1: Yeah, At Home with the Blue Brazils. Okay. Yeah. It was it's a, it's a Cowden story. Cowden Beath, is it? Correct. The story of Cowden Beath uh, and the Cowden Beath of my second team. It was written by the vicar of Cowden Beath. Mm. And, and it became it, it became a little cult bestseller. Yeah. But the reason I love it so much is because I went to watch Cowden Beath. Cowden Beath mm. held the world record at one time for not winning a game. And I went to watch them one November evening. The sleep was coming in sideways. I think the, ho- the entire um, attendance was about 140. And people were just huddled together like penguins <laughs> to stay alive. And I went round and asked the shortest question I've ever asked. I just went, why? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the best answer I got was, well, you support them through the bad times. You're them through the good times. You've got to support them through the bad times. And I said, when were the good times? <laughs> and this guy thought about it for a minute and he went... We beat Celtic in the Cup at 73. <laughs> <Fantastic. laughs> one okay.
4: game. And they were...
1: Well, he really there, so imagine terms. he wasn't wow. there for that.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Cowden Beef is one of only four teams with the letters A, B, C, D and E in the name. Lovely fan. Let's say you don't learn anything. You can I take know, that yeah. away. And without brilliant. Googling it, go and find out what the other...
3: Very. <laughs> I suggest you read Left Foot in the Grave by Gary Nelson, which is a season with Torquay United. There we
4: are. What a surprise <laughs> that I've chosen Absolutely. that book. Mister by Rory Smith. Oh, another one. That came out about three years ago. All about British coaches coaching abroad mm. and how they influence football all over the world That's throughout the 20th it. century. It's fascinating.
3: That's it for another week on Glory Hunters. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Do rate and review and subscribe. And we'll see you next week.